Welcome everyone to Coffee with Source. Today, my special guest is Lillian Victoria. We're going to discuss the human side of shifting paradigms. Thank you for joining us. Let's do it. So welcome to my guest, Lillian Victoria, who is a high performance coach with 15 years of entertainment experience. Welcome to Coffee with Source, Lillian. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I am so grateful to have met you and the conversations. And I feel, I feel like this meeting is definitely coordinated by the divine and, and blossoming into a friendship very quickly. You're an awesome human. Thank you. And I just want to say for all those that's listening, this is actually our second call. The first time we got together, like Emma really helped me create this huge shift internally. And, and we'll unpack that as we go into this conversation. But I really want to share that experience um, in this episode with everyone. Thank you so much for saying that, guys. I'm not paying her. It's just, you know, when you read, <laughs> you meet the right humans, it just flows. And so the topic of this episode is really about, you know, the human side of choosing to shift your paradigm and really focusing on on doing the inner work and how oftentimes, and I say this a lot, but sometimes when you need to course correct, everything must fall apart first. And how does that resonate with you? I know you have a story that's on point with that. I mean, I would say we all go through that, right? And as even as coaches, you know, as humans, you know, we all go through that too. I think the biggest growth here is to own up to it. It's to own up to it, to be able to see it, to have the courage to say, hey, I need help right now because I know what is going on. And I know for me to get to A to Z, there's a lot of information I need to process. I need to filter and I need to move forward. And one thing that I just want to share is, you know, the people that you track and the people that you hang around with is so important because those are the people that are going to be able to lift you up. And mm-hmm. it, it is these conversations that's so powerful. Now, tell me, you know, I know the story a little bit, but for those who are listening, you were at a point in your life where you'd always been very success driven, high achiever. You'd accomplished so much in your short life and you were really sitting on top of the world Um, and you, you know, maybe unconsciously manifested your dreams and desires. And for some reason, there was this void inside of you. And so many people experience that where you feel like you should be happy, you have it all. And yet there's this nagging feeling that there has to be more. Yeah. So to, 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 um, introduce myself, my story with everyone, I did one time live what I call the resume life. Um, you know, I went to a good school, a good university. My ex-husband went through a good university. We both had successful careers for what the outsider would see. You know, we got married at the perfect age. I got married when I was 30, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a beautiful baby. We have a beautiful baby. <laughs> yep. And we, we bought and we lived in a beautiful house house up in the hills in Los Angeles. So on the outside, everything looks really good. We're traveling constantly. But the thing is, there was something that was internally that wasn't fulfilled because 
what I realized now looking back was I was chasing what I thought quote unquote was perfect, mm. right? Because what happened was deep, deep, even deep rooted. I did not grow up with the perfect family. I grew up with, by, uh, raised by a single mom with two kids and, and with government support. So in that subconscious level, that, that part of the experience, the feelings was still there. I you stepped into a role, right? Where you became the caregiver for your sibling and you were very empathic at a young age. And so being nurturing and mindful of everyone else's feelings is something that you developed. And sometimes that carries on with us subconsciously as adults, we don't realize that putting ourselves last is our main priority because we want to be the glue for everyone else. Yeah. And and most important thing, I wasn't taught that way. I wasn't taught to put myself as a priority. That was the biggest thing. I was taught to be selfless. I was taught that I'm the older sister. I had to take care of, you know, Mm -hmm. my younger brother. And I actually grew up in this mentality of surviving, always surviving. Yeah. Right. So even when I was crap is coming around next, right? Yeah, you, you don't. And that is why, you know, when we talked about, I had this life that looked so perfect on the paper, you know, at that moment, right? I was still in surviving mode because I was still intent anticipating on the next crash. Yep. So when that crash did come, now looking back, I manifested that without knowing of course. that I manifested that. Yeah. And so you, you end up, you know, your, your house of, of cards falls apart and you hit rock bottom Mm -hmm. and you're now a single mom. Mm -hmm. Your reality looks nothing like the years of work that you'd put in to create Mm -hmm. and what's going on in your heart and mind. Oh my gosh, that moment. So there was a very defining moment that changed everything. So there was a moment when I lost everything, I felt like a, the biggest loser, yeah. right? Yeah. From the career standpoint, I was in a very, um, I worked in entertainment, I mean movies. I was, it was it's a very high stress, it's a rat race, a competitive uh, business. You, there is always a saying, You're, you are as good as your last project, right? right? So everyone's always chasing. So. So from their career point of view, I feel like I'm nothing. Calls were not getting returned, right? Yeah. When you're somebody, people want to get your call. People want to set up a meeting with you. When when you don't have anything going on, they don't care. <laughs> yeah, from, because people want you to be able to help them to their next level as well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and that environment, to be honest with you, it's such a blessing to be able to leave because that is not in harmony with who I am. And I also believe that was one of the reasons why that, that business didn't work for me because I always, at least from my point of view, right, I really wanted to see everyone around me succeed, but that was not the culture. That was not the paradigm that I was in at the moment. So everything happens for a reason. For so everyone on the- listening, that's Caleb in the background. He did oh want to be on the podcast. Um, that's our guest son. And, you know, I think he's going to be in the entertainment industry as well. Uh, <laughs> I love the sound of laughter. He's just enjoying life and that's great. So you're, you know, couch surfing, going from friend to friend, trying to rebuild yourself. And, you know, what, what was the book that you picked up or the podcast that you listened to that kind of got you started down this road of, 
of looking for answers outside of yourself, but helping you to go inwards? How did you stumble upon the Napoleon Hills and the Bob Proctors and decide to course correct? You know what? I actually came across Earl Nightingale first. The Stranger Secret. And I will listen to his his, uh, YouTube over and over and over and over again. I'm sorry. I'm going to tell my son to be quiet. If you can't give me one minute, I'm so sorry. So All right. William just had a very human mom moment and you know, it's, <laughs> it's not about editing the real stuff. So we'll keep that in and, and we'll send this to Caleb on his 18th birthday. That would um, be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Earl Night- Nightingale and you're listening to his YouTube videos and what's going on in your mind when you're listening to, you know, people who are not familiar with his work or kind of leaning into this might think that it's a lot of hocus pocus. Yeah. You know, Sometimes what, for me, I was at my rock bottom. I didn't have a place to stay. So I needed to look for hope in anywhere, anywhere mm. I could find. And that's where I found it. And by listening to over and over and over again, what I was doing it was reconditioning my mind and to look for hope. Because somehow something deep inside me, it was like, I knew this was not it. This cannot be it for me. You know, I knew that I needed to get back up. And there was a huge defining moment, you know, um, when I was couch surfing, cause I was staying at my friend's house in Hollywood. And when I say Hollywood, her, this friend's house is, it's like an old apartment. It's not one of those fancy big houses. Okay. okay. And I remember I was at, the, I was, I was sleeping on the couch. They had, they had this, uh, couch in the guest room and my son, I was just crying. I was just like, I had no idea what to do. You know, I knew I had to get back on my feet. I need to be stable again. And my son, my son looked at me the kid that was singing he looked at me and he said mommy is everything going to be okay are you okay right and i looked him in the eye i remember that moment because my heart broke and i said you know everything's gonna be okay you know mommy just fell but i will get back up and that was a defining moment that was when i knew that i had to do something. And I knew that I couldn't wait anymore because 2019 was that year. One year I was float. I floated around different friends house, right? Guest room, that just, guest room. Just on a human level to unpack that for a second, you know, give you kudos for your courage because yeah. you've gone from this lifestyle where you're traveling, you're financially independent. You've got a beautiful home to being in your friend's guest room crying, looking at your son, not knowing, not knowing what the next move is. So Mm -hmm. that's so incredibly brave and courageous. Yeah. And scary. (laughs) And terrifying. Very terrifying with a kid. I think if I didn't have a kid, it would be a complete different experience. But we we have this level of responsibility, right? We we have to lead by example. On top of that, you know, what happened was a lot of my old paradigms, my old beliefs came back because I was raised by a single mom. Yeah. That was emotionally and physically unavailable. And the fear, you know, when we talk about fear, the fear of allowing that to happen again petrified me. So to 
push through is to really change that belief, you know, that I'm going to be struggling. I can't make it. I, I'm not going to be there for my son. You know, all these negative self-talk to com- make the complete shift to say, no, I can do this. Actually, not only that I can do this, I'm going to provide. He's going to be raised in a very healthy in a very happy environment. He's gonna have a great relationship with both his mom and dad and really manifest that. And and that starts with being able to break down first Whoa. to see the good, the bad, the ugly, right? There's and no then, breakthrough if there's no breakdown. Thank you. Yes. Right? And I'm so, yes, 100%. And speaking from experience now, I used to hear this a lot and I would say it's much easier said than done because when I was going through that, it was very hard. The toughest thing I've ever experienced. But now looking back, I am so grateful because because even though at the time that I had everything on paper, inside was empty, I was still struggling internally at the time. If I didn't break down, I would still be living that life. Yeah. Right. Now, what happened was because when I broke down and lost everything, it gave me the opportunity to rebuild a life that what I want. Exactly. That's that's a huge difference. And when you're building with something with what you want and you know this is what you are meant for, that's when the energy shift starts to happen. That's when... Yeah. And also f- taking the time to figure out what it is that you do really want. Just that in itself is so much work. Yeah. Right? Like to figure out, to say, okay, well, now everything's falling apart. And I know I'm going to survive and thrive and get to create life on my terms. But you yeah. got to bridge that gap from going to hopelessness and fear and, you know, being paralyzed by, you know, the past and all of the hurts. And you have to be able to you know, grieve the past life and mourn the life that you lived and simultaneously create this vision for the life that you really want. That's in alignment with you. Yeah. That is so beautifully said. Alignment with you, create the life that is in alignment with you. And that's one thing I invite everyone that's listening to ask himself, are you living in life that is in alignment with you? Yeah. And that's what I do, right? Like when I, and that's, that's what I believe. Is, yeah. is the most important is, you know, mindset is everything. But mm. before you can create that mindset, you have to be in energetic alignment with the life that you want to create. And that's really by bridging the gap between your physical self and your higher self. And that's what I help women to do. But it's mm. often fascinating because that's a component that's missing in a lot of, of coaching. Mm-hmm as we, you know, guide women through stepping into their greatness. And I know that that's very much a part of who you are. You help create that alignment and the reconciliation between the subconscious beliefs, the limiting beliefs and where they're going. Yes. And one thing that I really love of once you're in alignment with your mind, body, and soul in your path, everything will start to flow very differently. It'll it'll start to flow in a way that you feel more relaxed. You feel more energetic. What I've had to relearn, talk about limiting beliefs, I used to have this belief, this very this old belief, which I, I believe most of the Americans still have, 
is that I have to work really hard. Yeah. I have to work long hours. If I'm not stressed out, I'm not doing enough. Exactly. To only learn, actually, you know, that was a habit. I was so used to feeling stressed out the whole time, all the time. If yeah. I don't feel stressed out, I didn't feel like I was worth getting paid. Right. Because we want to be in control. That's our analytical mind that's looking for control. So, you know, we work this amount of hours for this amount of pay because we're trying to get to these goals. And we really, you know, stifle the energy of possibilities. Mm -hmm. And that's about surrendering control, which, you know, again, that's something that you've experienced very recently. But when you surrender the need to control the outcome, you allow for far greater possibilities than you could have even imagined. Yeah. So good. It's true. And, and yeah. so tell me about, you know, this, this learning process as coaches, that's what we, you know, we talked about last yeah. week was how through our development and through making a conscious decision that we want to help inspire others through our journeys and, you know, we have all of these certifications and we've gone through all of this coaching and now we're helping others, but that doesn't mean that we don't still have these very human experiences. So thank you for bringing that up. And, and the one thing that we talked about last time was vulnerability, right? It's oh. where I am a student of everything that I am also teaching and coaching. And I am forever growing and being able to recognize that every single person on this planet, we are all human, right? Yeah. And to be able to have the awareness, identify it and ask for help when you need help. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest thing I've also learned too. It's okay to ask for help, right? Before yeah, I was titles not to well I'm you know I'm a high performance coach or I'm a mindset coach or I'm an energetic alignment coach I can't ask for help and that's bull yeah that's bull because we grow you know and that's the evolution of us and as we grow and heal the layers then we can help others heal and grow more facets of their lives and it makes us so relatable you know who wants to work with a coach who's who's, you know, achieved this level of utopic perfection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Because then you're just, regardless of how much work you're doing on yourself, you're still going to try and compare and reach this level that this person has achieved. But our normal is unique to all of us. We all have a unique narrative. Mm -hmm. That's so powerful. And that's what my mentor told me when I first uh, became his consultant, which is Bob Proctor. Yeah. So one of the things he sees that a lot of consultants do a mistake is once they become a consultant, they think they know it all. Mm -hmm. He's like, no, we're always growing and learning. And even himself, he's always growing and learning, even at this age of 87. And I, I would never forget that because I love the honesty. You know, I love mm -hmm. just saying that we're going no, it's so true what you're saying. And what I love about Bob Proctor, and he's he's one of the real deals. He's one of the greats. And he's Canadian, I'm just saying. He, <laughs> but, you know, he's a class act. And the truth is, mm -hmm. I think that his, his authenticity and his energy comes from his continuous curiosity for life. Yes. He's such a curious 
guy. He wants to know how things work. He researches it. He doesn't do it half ass. He wants to know the inner workings of it before he teaches it, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's what's amazing. He didn't get to this point where, okay, I'm 50 and I know all of this and I've got this incredible coaching program and I'm going to retire and let other people run the show. He is front facing all the time. That's how passionate he is. He's never going to retire. And I think what is so powerful about that is I asked myself, you know, a lot of people, they want, they get a job. They, and then they wait for retirement, right? Now the question is, how does it feel to live a life that you love and you never want to retire and you're always growing and you're always energetic and you're always excited about, about, you know, the products or services or whatever your calling is for you to do. How does that feel? Like, that sounds like life to me. That was another shift when I, I heard of Bob's story. And to be honest, I didn't know who he was until 2019. Yeah, you know? it's, it's really remarkable. And that's, that's a misconception. And it goes back to not wanting to asking, you know, not wanting to ask the questions. We follow the structures of society. But yeah. it's very hard for me to believe that, you know, whether you call it God or the creator or the universe, it's very mm-hmm. hard to believe that human beings were created to, you know, come onto earth, go to school, get a job, get married, have a couple kids, live in a house, pay taxes out of their ass, pay off student loans and debt, work mm-hmm. their whole lives to buy material things, and that the greatest, grandest picture is retirement. So hopefully they can, you know, yeah. capitalize on 10, 15 years of being healthy enough to enjoy everything they've worked for. That is not, that, that doesn't sit right with me. A hundred percent. That doesn't, that's not right. But the thing is, that's a lot of belief that I used to have that belief. Yeah. Because that's what I was taught. Exactly. We're taught. And that's why when you say, you know, the subconscious limiting beliefs, it's really about unlearning our conditioning. Yes. And then people think, well, you know, if I don't do all of that, then I'm just going to be a rebel of society. I'm going to be a misfit. I'm going to be, you know, an outcast. And it's not true. Mm-hmm. I think that following your alignment and your soul's purpose will lead you to places you never imagined. A hundred percent. And one more thing I just want to add on to that is we all have this thing called the self-image, right? I used to be that person that I can't make my decisions. I care so much about what other people think and feel to the point that I was paralyzed in my own mind. But the root of that is I had a low self-image. Mm-hmm. I didn't have confidence in myself. I was broken. Now that is something that only I could see. No one else can see that. Cause I've been told so many times that I see you as a very uh, smart, ambitious uh, executive. I, you know how many times I heard that? Yep. But every time I hear that inside, I was so surprised that people would even say that about me. Yeah, the imposter syndrome. Yeah. That's such a great point. Thank you for bringing that up. And it's true. How many of us live lives that we're almost afraid to be found out? You know, yeah. we get a compliment and you're like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, am I really? Seriously, yeah. Yeah. Am I really? Okay, well, I'm, I'm fooling them for today. And that's ingrained so deeply in us. And that need for validation, boy, can I relate to that? You know, not even being able, like going to the supermarket and just being afraid of making a decision because you don't want to let anybody down. Yeah. Yeah. 
the most powerful thing is to be able to connect to your source, that inner voice. You know how many times in the past I have went against my intuition and then always after the fact, I said, oh, I knew it. I should have went with my intuition, right? So many times. And that's when you know, and it's with experience. Yeah, it's with experience. We're all born with a perfect guidance system. Yeah. But when you're connected with source, that intuition is so grounded in you. And many times it doesn't make any sense. So... (laughs) Let me just share with you, you know why my son's not in school today? So last Monday, for no reason, I woke up and I just didn't have a good feeling. I had, I could not pinpoint why. I was like, maybe it's a nightmare. I, it was a very strong feeling. I was like, you shouldn't go, you know, he's first grade. So I said, why don't you just stay home with mommy, right? Staying home one day is gonna be okay. You're not, it's your first grade. So he stayed home with me. He, um, uh, had like a little temperature, but it wasn't a fever. He just had a little headache. And then I kept him home a second day. So school was like, you need to go get a COVID test. So I took him to get a COVID test at that time, thinking that he, it was, it was not going to happen because he's like acting fine. You see him. And to only find out that he actually tested positive for COVID asymptomatic. And the thing is, so we've been quarantined. Um, I mean, he's, at the end of the 10 days now. But um, but the thing is like, the one thing I was able to tell to teach him was he's like, why don't you want me to go to school today? I was like, cause mommy listened to my heart. Exactly. I just told him and he was actually upset because it was Halloween week. Of course he wants school. He loves school. When we found out, you know, when he, the, the test actually came back, I, I was so shocked and he was so shocked. And I said, that's why you listen to your heart. Mm-hmm. Imagine we didn't know you went to school and then it would, it would spread like wildfire. Right? And how's he feeling? How are you guys feeling now? Oh my gosh. We have no symptoms. That's why, yeah, <laughs> that's why I was so surprised. It doesn't exist in your reality. So tell me, what is one tip that you could give our listeners who are, you know, listening to the story and it's resonating and they're saying, what the heck is this shifting paradigms? What is one thing we could do today to start to begin to shift our paradigm from this, you know, victim mentality and everything is happening to me and shift to the, I am in control. Okay, so the one thing I would say is be very clear with where you're at right now. You have to be honest with yourself. This Mm -hmm. is for you. And you want to be very clear with the life that you want. Realize I said you want, not what others think. Not your parents, not your smells, not what society thinks. What you want. Be self-care. Okay? Because when you know where you're at and when you know exactly where you want and and you know if that that is your legacy. If today is your last day, you'll be happy and you want to be known as that, whatever that is in your life. Now you see it clearly, then we could close that gap. But the thing is people are hoping and dreaming and wishing when they don't even have a direction. And one thing I love about what we talked about here is we are here to co-create with the universe, right? Absolutely. If these ideas, Whatever ideas that came into your mind, I personally, I really believe God put it there because he knew the universe knows that you are able to execute. So you want to follow that path. 
If you say, well, I don't know, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do that, I want to do this. And when you're heading there, I don't want to do this. And what are, what are we creating here? So just be very clear. It takes time. It takes courage. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like you need help, that is okay. Because if I didn't get the help that I got, I don't think I would be able to make my breakthroughs. Because I tried myself, doing it myself mm-hmm. for so long. I read the books. I watched the videos. Right? But my paradigm would always hijack me, which is my limiting belief. But when you have accountability, everything will speed up. So that's what I have to, I want to share. And I just want to say thank you so much again for you just being here with me and and even helping me last time and being so generous with your time and helping me create that shift and that awareness and that fast friendship. So thank you. I'm so grateful to that you were receptive to, you know, to the conversation and your email really melted my heart. And I just thought, you know, I had a conversation and you never know the, the words and the impact someone will have on your life. And, uh, and, you know, in that conversation with you, I realized so much about what excites me and what creates this, you know, passion. And it's exactly what we were talking about in that conversation about shifting paradigms when it comes to money and when it comes to abundance and that money mindset and getting it right. And I, you know, I had an aha moment in that conversation. So I'm grateful to you as well. Thank you. So one last word, why should anybody care about finding the right coach? Why should you get a coach? How can it help you? Accountability. Mm. So I, I always say this, you know, if you want to talk about your problems, you go to a therapist. <laughs> if you want to move forward, if you want to create faith and belief in yourself, you find a coach because oh, yeah. we are here to move you forward. Mm-hmm. So when my clients, and I'm sure you too, if I hear them vent or keep talking about the past, I will hold them accountable to get their mind focused on the future. So we take actions there because my mantra is we don't want to be waking up every day being defined by the memory of the past, but we want to be defined by the vision of the future. And accountability is an assurance to success. A hundred percent. That is a difference. Yeah. And energy is our currency. And so yeah. by living in the past, we're literally just, you know, yeah, we're wasting our currency. Yes. You've been so remarkable. Thank you. I'm going to, you know, let you and Caleb go get ice cream. You did promise him ice cream. So I'm holding you up to that. And can you please tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you and, um, you know, where they can find you on social media? Yeah. So the easiest way is Instagram. My Instagram account is Lillian Victoria official. So Lillian with double L. So L I L L I N Victoria. V-I-C-T-O-R-I-A official. And I look forward to connect with you guys. Thank you so much for this time. Thank you so much, Lillian. And have an awesome day. Thank you.